The federal government announced yesterday an $82 billion relief fund to help Canadians who are feeling the effects of COVID-19. And BC has also introduced some supports as well. BC Hydro introducing a COVID-19 customer assistance program to defer bill payments or arrange for flexible payment plans with no penalty. Canada's six largest banks are allowing mortgage payment deferrals for up to six months for those affected by the economic consequences of COVID-19. Uh, ICBC currently allowing one monthly deferral request per policy term. We'll see if that changes and maybe it gets extended. Many gyms and other monthly services are offering membership freezes or refunds in the facilities if they are closed, which is probably extra good news for those who are uh, motivated one day in January but haven't gone to the gym since. Um, so, yeah, there's some economic relief out there or uh, financial relief, if you will, for some individuals. Here now to talk a little bit more about it is economist and public policy analyst at the BC office of the Canadian Center for Policy Alternatives, Alex Hemingway. Alex, thanks so much for coming back on the show here. Good morning. Thanks for having me. So, I mean, first of all, as an economist yourself, I mean, there's really nothing like this that we have seen uh, in any time in recent history or maybe even really in history, period. Um, you know, just how have you been looking at this situation? I mean, is this just a completely new and, and uncharted territory for you right now? I mean, in, in, in some ways it is uh, uncharted territory. And I think, you know, the emergency situation, uh, and I think many people have been saying this, highlights how we're actually all in this together, you know, and how fundamentally dependent we are on one another in our society and, and in our economy. Uh, so, you know, it's been encouraging to see governments uh, begin to move uh, quite quickly. You know, it can be difficult to turn uh, uh, an institution like that uh, on a dime in the best of times, let alone, uh, you know, when we're uh, in an emergency situation, there's huge disruption. Uh, government staff are also needing to do social distancing. So it is it is good to see, uh, in particular, the big uh, uh, federal package uh, of responses uh, we saw announced uh, yesterday as a first step and, and some of those uh, BC measures that we're beginning to see that you mentioned. And, and I suspect we'll uh, be seeing a package from the BC government in the in the coming days. Yeah, I, I'm assuming we'll see that here, if not by the end of this week, early next week. Um, we'll, but we'll just kind of keep our ears tuned uh, to that as well. Um, in terms of that $82 billion announcement yesterday, I mean, it sounds like a big, great number. And, and you know, I'm, I don't want to negate anything that the government is doing to help us. But when you kind of break it down on like a per Canadian basis, you know, it's not it's not really a ton of money. So I just want to kind of get your, your, your thoughts and, and opinions just on the $82 billion figure itself and how it is going to help people. Because like I said, if you break it down to, you know, per Canadian, um, it's really not that much financial relief. Yeah, the, the core of the package, uh, which is essentially, uh, you know, so the, some of the biggest components are, are extending employment insurance. So uh, people who are unemployed are covered. This actually highlights, you know, huge gaps in our uh, in that system that have existed up until now. You know, if you look at last year, the majority of people unemployed in BC actually didn't receive employment insurance. So now we're plugging those holes on an emergency basis. So extending sick leave under EI, extending it to cover uh, workers who, who may work irregular hours or work uh, in, in the gig economy. Uh, and and so the, the main sort of cash supports in, in the package add up to about $27 billion. And the, the rest of it is actually the deferral of taxes, uh, individual and corporate, though mainly corporate for six months. So really the core of the package is, is smaller than it sounds 
sounds like it's a little more than one percent of GDP. Um, uh, it's it's an important first step, and it, it it's it is impressive how quickly it's been rolled out. But it has to be just a first step, and the government has has sort of uh, signaled very strongly that it is one. Uh, we need to be looking at an overall response, you know, in the medium return uh, term here of more like. Four to five percent of GDP, so significantly larger than what we've seen. And one of the reasons for that, just to say quickly, is you know, uh, folks uh, extending that coverage of EI is so important. But the replacement rate for income under EI, as anyone who's been on it will know, is only fifty-five percent of what you're making before. So if you were scraping paycheck to paycheck, you're still going to be in in tough shape. So uh, I, I hope we'll see an increase in that uh, 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 replacement rate very soon. Yeah, and then and then going back to kind of what the steps that are being taken here in BC a little bit, talking about you know some deferrals on mortgage payments and things along those lines. Um, you know, it is going to have hopefully those people who are on paycheck to paycheck. Hopefully, it will give them a little bit more flexibility. Uh, to, you know, to to not have to be forced to make those types of payments right away, and that'll have a, a huge chunk of of those uh, financial reliefs. Uh, you know, not have to go to to something that's really not going to help keep you alive. I mean, a roof over your head clearly important, but if you can go out and buy food and, and water and those kinds of things, it's clearly more important. So just those steps that are being kind of initially taken here in British Columbia for individuals. And then, uh, like you said, hopefully we'll see a package announced from government. I mean, you know, is there some optimism, I guess, for people here, in your opinion, for those who are going to be stuck? And, you know, especially for those who are getting laid off. I mean, hard to have any optimism right now. But, I mean, can, can you foresee some more optimism coming when the government does indeed come out with uh, whatever the British Columbia announced? will be yeah I think you know there, there's a reason to be optimistic uh, our government leaders are saying the right things right now and it is and 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 I know they're working very hard to get that package together here uh, in BC both John Horgan and uh, here in BC and the federal government have essentially signaled that you know their job is to meet the needs of Canadians right now and it's money is no object and from an economic perspective that's absolutely correct it makes sense to spend whatever it takes to make sure people are are taken care of in this time and that's going to be better for us economically in the medium long term uh, as well uh, so you know I, I think a couple uh, of things in particular to look for in that provincial package I think we're, we're going to see uh, urgent increases in the social assistance and disability rates in the province and uh, I, I hope we'll also see increases in some of those uh, uh, tax credits that many households uh, uh, essentially checks that households get uh, um, each year uh, in terms of the climate action rebate and the PST tax credit the federal versions of that you see the GST tax credit we saw a boost to that from the federal government I'm hoping we'll see something similar from the provincial government as well yeah this is um it's just the start here, I think, Alex. I mean, uh, looking at kind of how the situation is unfolding elsewhere around the world, um, you know, we haven't appeared to have hit our peak yet here in Canada. I feel like we're actually quite a ways from it, and this situation is is really just starting, in my opinion, and, and uh, we'll kind of have to just watch and see how this plays out because we don't really know how things are going to look here in, uh, you know, let, a couple of weeks, let alone a month or two. So it's... Uh, Difficult times here, and um, you know, as, a, as an economist and policy analyst yourself, I'm, I'm sure it's uh, pretty difficult right now to predict what the future looks like. Well, and I think you know the good news is uh, I, people are feeling like we're all in it together here. Uh, we're 
an extremely wealthy and resourceful uh, society. And, and the crucial thing is we need to get uh, uh, cash into people's hands so that they can put food on their tables and keep a roof over their head. And we need to make sure that uh, the, the really vulnerable folks in our province who are already falling through the cracks are, are taken care of, uh, including you know folks who are experiencing uh, homelessness. And uh, uh, we just need to have all hands on deck uh, to put the resources uh, uh, on the table uh, to meet people's needs right now. Well, Alex, thank you so much for uh, taking the time and, and joining me for this conversation. It's an important one, and um, I'm, I'm sure we will have it again here in the not-too-distant future because this thing is uh, its really just a rolling target right now, and, and uh, we'll have to catch up to it at some point. But, uh, yeah, this is just the start, and I'm sure we're going to have this conversation again. So thanks so much for taking the time here today, and, and we'll look to catch up here in the future. Uh, thanks a lot, and, yeah, let's take care of us, ourselves and take care of each other. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much. That is economist and public policy analyst at the BC Office of the Canadian Centre for Policy Alternatives, Alex Hemingway.